that's just gonna happen. They said, I thought Noah was gonna come back with the ark or something. I ain't know. But uh, but we're gonna give God the praise anyway. Amen. You know, I can remember when I used to work all the way out uh, in a suburb about 45 miles from my house. It didn't matter if it was raining, snowing, black ice on the ground. I got in the car and made it do what it do. And as much as we owe Jesus, we can't let a little weather stop us from giving him the praise. Cause he has been good to us and he still is good to us. I want to talk to you about God has more than money to give. God has more than money to give. You know, a lot of people, they think that they would feel much better if they had more money in their bank account. Nothing like pulling up your bank account and looking at it and the zeros are before the decimal point. Sometimes we feel like if we just had a little bit more, our lives would just be so much better. They even had a saying that said, cheddar makes people feel better. I agree that it's good to have money so that we can afford some of the things that excite us, some of the things that we like to do. But I want you to know today, Lansing, that money isn't everything. As a matter of fact, God has more than money to give. Come closer, listen. Some people are vexed with trouble in their lives. But their main concern is their bank account. They got all sorts of things going on. But they are just worried solely about money. There are people who need to be healed from things other than depleted funds. Some folk continue to look at monetary blessings, hoping and wishing that those blessings will remove the pain, the emptiness, the loneliness, the fear, or just the overall bad feeling that they have in their lives. But they are ignoring what they really need in their lives. You know, money has a way of covering up the real issue. Money cannot solve all of our problems, but sometimes if we had a little money in our pocket, we may feel like I'm not going to worry about the other things that I need because everything is going to be all right. Believe it or not, money can create some issues in our lives. Amen. Amen. You get a little money, you'll start hearing from folk that you ain't heard from since you've been born. It's not about how much money we have. But it's all about how much faith we have in God. Money flows and money goes. But the Bible says that the word of God will stand forever. I want you to look at Acts chapter number 3. Acts chapter number 3. And Dion, I want you to read just a little bit for us. I just want to just, uh, just, just dip into it just a little bit. I want you to maybe just start at verse number two for us. Acts chapter number three. And, and verse number two, the Bible says what? And a certain man. There was a certain man. And when the Bible starts off with a certain man, I automatically always think that 
the name or who it was is not really important. So we shouldn't get hung up on that. It was just a certain man, somebody just like you and me. Keep going. Lame from his mother's womb. He was lame from his mother's womb. Keep was, going. Was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate. They had to carry this man and lay him daily at the gate. Keep going. Which is called beautiful. Keep going. To ask alms from those who entered the temple. Keep going. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. He asked them for something. Keep going. And fixing his eyes on him, he John, fixed his eyes on them. Keep going. With John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Now, it looks like that he was looking for a little money because he was at the gate. He's looking for something. Keep going. Then Peter said. Then Peter said. Silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Keep going. And he took him by the right hand. He took him by the right hand. He lifted him up. He lifted him up. And immediately, and immediately his feet. And ankle bones. His feet and ankle bones received strength. received strength. He was looking for a little money, but he got way more than what he expected. Amen. Amen. I need you to know that God has more than money to give us. We can need something, and God can outgive what we need. The Bible says that immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Keep reading. So he so he leaping up. Now, when he leaped up, what did he do? Stood. He stood and he walked. And entered the temple. Notice that when he got blessed by the Lord, he didn't go the opposite way. Do you understand this? Amen. When God blesses us, we shouldn't go away from God. We should come to God. Amen. We should thank him for all the blessings. Because if it wasn't for God, where will we be today? The Bible says that he stood and he leaped and he entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Now, now this was a man who was clearly happy to be healed. Amen. And when you are healed, you don't care who is watching you. Amen. He was Amen. leaping and praising God. Some folk may have wanted him to calm that stuff down. But when God has done something for your life, folk don't know how good God has been to you. You don't need to explain what God has done for you in your life. When God has truly delivered you, you can leap, you can praise, you can do whatever you want to do just to let the Lord know, God, I appreciate you showing up in my life. Money couldn't give him what he received. I'm here today to let you know that the devil has told you something that you probably believe and it's a lie. Many Christians are suffering today because they're asking God for the wrong thing. Give me a new job. Give me a new car. What about a renewed spirit? Amen. You know, we see the physical things that are wrong with us. But when is the last time we looked at the spiritual things that are wrong with us? Now, I found this story amazing i've read it a lot of times but something just stuck out in my mind last week how this man had a condition that needed to be healed but apparently he had put up with it because he had it for so long so he went not asking for healing but asking for money 
are Christians who live life every single day. Who have some spiritual things in their lives that need to be healed. But we ain't asking God for those healings. We're looking for money. Wouldn't it be something if what God has for you, if what God can give you, when God heals your life of those things that vex our spirit, money won't even matter to you anymore. Isn't it something how we believe that money is king and we forget that the king Jesus owns all the money. This man was broken. People had to carry him to the gate. But there was something that God gave him that he didn't expect. I want you to know today that God has something for you that you don't even expect. And it's more than money. Amen. Can I get real? What is it? That God needs to heal in your life. I told you he has more than money to give. You saw that. The man didn't even ask to be healed. But God healed him anyway. Amen. You saw Peter and John, but they weren't the ones who healed him. Amen. Amen. God healed him. There are Christians who are suffering because their heart is broken and needs to be healed. Something happened in their lives that caused them to experience great grief. And when they talked to other people about it, you know what they were told? Go shopping. Go find you a new person. Take a vacation. Do something to make yourself happy. And although all these suggestions may have been given in good intent or with good intent, none of them will be able to fill the void that these individuals have in their lives. I'm just one, I just want to get down and deep. You know, we, this today is casual Sunday, so I'm a little casual today so I can get down. Oh, you didn't get the memo? <laughs> He's sitting there thinking, why do I look better than everybody today? You got a new suit, though. I, I just want you to think about this. I mean, God, God blesses me with certain thoughts, and I can't wait to get here. How much of your money are you willing to spend to mend your broken heart? And how much help does it give you when somebody tells you you'll be all right? How is it that we have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, but we walk around with our hearts broken? Some of us, we don't need a new person in our lives right now because we haven't gotten over the last person that was in our lives. This is why so many people find other people's business intriguing. 
want to tell you something about people. I've learned this through years of experience. People talk about your business because it makes them feel powerful. And the reason why they don't tend to their own business is because they feel powerless. If tending to my own business made me feel powerful, then I would tend to my own business. But because the weak me shows up when I face myself in the mirror, I'd rather talk about you. And I want you to look at it from a different perspective. You know, I, I used to go in on folk like that. I used to talk about, well, I still talk about him a little bit, but not as much as I used to. I have more empathy for them now. Amen. Amen. Imagine how it feels to always butt in somebody else's business and your life is tore up. Imagine how it feels to wake up every day with hate and jealousy and pain in your heart. And the way to get through that is to talk about somebody else's situation that you have absolutely, positively no idea about. I don't get angry with folk like that anymore. Because those people need God to heal their heart. Let's go to Psalm 34. Psalm 34. Dion, read verse 18 and 19 for me. The Bible says what? The Lord is near to those. The Lord is near to those. Who have a broken heart. Who have a broken heart. And saves such as have a contrite spirit. Keep going. Many. Many are the afflictions, many of, the are the affliction, afflictions of the righteous. Keep going. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. But the Lord delivers him out of all of them. When our hearts are broken, it's not an opportunity to seize, to run into somebody else's life. It's an opportunity to get closer to the Lord because the Lord is close to those who have a broken heart. Amen. Amen. Some people don't know how to deal with a broken heart. It makes them angry. They feel that everything is against them. And you know, if you're not a child of God, and if you don't meditate on the word of God, it is easy to believe that a black cloud is following you all over the earth. But I'm bringing this up, Sean, because we talk a lot about, you know, prosperity and, 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 and how it feels to have this and how good God is with this. But what about dealing with some of the things that, 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 that vex our spirit? What about, what about just walking around in misery because you got a broken heart? Can't nobody see the broken heart. We smile on the outside, but we're broken into little itty bitty pieces on the inside. And we don't want to deal with it. So what we do is we take money 
to get through it. We'll buy a pair of new shoes to make ourselves feel better. But what if you don't have any money to buy new shoes? Amen. Amen. Have you ever just stopped and said, I'm going to focus on myself and I need to talk to Dr. Jesus. Because I need him to perform open heart surgery on me. Amen. Some people have an issue of being alone. And they need to be healed. They just can't leave other folk alone. They can't be alone by themselves more than 24 hours. And they don't feel empowered being alone with just God. We are at the point of our lives that we ought to be able to encourage ourselves in the Lord. We should need a party of people to be around us for us to feel good about ourselves. We just have to stay connected to somebody. So, we use money again. To try to cover up this loneliness. You know, some folk pay people to be their friends. Y'all act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Everything you do, you got to pay. And you don't mind paying because you just want somebody there with you. Have you ever thought about this? Maybe God removed certain people out your life just so he can have some one-on-one time with you. Everybody is not meant to stay in your life forever. Even if you want them to stay in your life forever, there is a reason and a season for everyone who came into our lives. Amen. I, I just want to get to some other kind of things, Jeff. You, you know what I'm saying? I want to get to, to some other kind of things. You know, I have to be able to deal with what's going on inside of me instead of worrying about what's going on with everybody else. Amen. How can I recognize the blessings of God when I ain't even looking for them? Sometimes we make bad decisions and allow the wrong people to come into our lives because we're lonely. We'll invite a murderer into our life. Even if they won't stab us or shoot us, they're still our joy. We'll invite the enemy into our lives. Here it is. You've been coming to church all your life. Now you see yourself missing service. Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. Because the person that you invited into your life have no regard for God. We're talking about some different things right now. Stuff that folk can't see. See, if I have a bad leg, you can see me limping. But can you see my heart? Can you see what troubles me? What I'm trying to tell you is Satan wants us to put all things on the same level but everything is not weighed equally. Some folk talking to doctors and can't stay out the doctor's office don't know what's wrong with them. I'm not saying this is for everybody case but sometimes ain't nothing wrong with us. Everything is right here. My chest hurt, my arm hurt, my leg hurt, my throat hurt, my head hurt, my eye hurt. Doctor say stress. 
because we can't deal with it. You go to the mall and you spend money and you spend a thousand dollars and it makes you happy. Then when you get home and receive the bill, it makes you sad. <laughs> I just want to talk about this. I ain't going to be long, but I'm going to preach till I get done. I want to talk about things that really impact us. We got to be 100. We got to be for real. Like I told you, I have a different perspective when folk are all over the place, all in everybody else's business. Those people are miserable. You know, I, I use an example of my son all the time because he's my life. He's my love. I ain't got time to worry about what your kid doing. I'm keeping it 100. Now, if I see him doing something, I'm going to holler at him and tell you about it. But I ain't going to be chasing him around and following him. I, I got a teenager I got to look after. And he can run much faster than me. My point is, I got some business to tend to. There are people who feel empowered because they are strongly opinionated. Because they feel like they can give input. But what are you giving input to? How being in your neighbor's business make you feel better? You talking about how Sheila's husband is treating her and your husband is with Sheila. And that's because a dog that barks all through the day can watch the house at night. But people cover up the real issue. The real issue is people don't love one another that much where they have to talk about each other 24-7. They don't care that much. The real issue is they are hurting. They need somewhere to vent. And they don't want to face the real issue, which is their heart. Some people are mentally capable, but are incapable of thinking on their own. And they need to be healed. How can I be capable, but incapable of thinking on my own? Because I need people to confirm my actions. Some people are so desperate for folk to enter into their lives that they will even follow advice from the enemy. I want to show you something that some people don't realize. Dion, we're almost there. Are we there? I, I want us to go to Hebrews. Are y'all getting this? Yes. I want you to go to Hebrews chapter number three. There's not a lot of theology in this, but it is some common sense in this. And it's a lot of spiritual sense in this. Absolutely. Hebrews chapter three. Dion, I want you to start maybe like around verse number 12. What does the Bible say? Hebrews chapter number three and verse number 12. The Bible says what? 
Beware, brethren. Beware, brethren. Lest there be any of you. Lest there be any of you. An evil heart. An evil heart of unbelief, of unbelief. In departing from the living God. You can continue to ignore what's going on in your heart so long till you stop believing in God. Mm. Are y'all understanding this? What I'm saying. This heart thing is real. And the only person who can really change the heart is God. Your money ain't going to change your heart. It may temporarily alter some emotions, but it cannot change your heart. Amen. Keep reading. But exhort one another. Exhort one another. Daily. Daily. While it is called today. Keep going. Lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Through the deceitfulness of sin. Sin will have us out there looking bad without even knowing it. Sin will have us siding with the enemy because we can no longer see God in our lives. Some people need to be healed because they live in sin daily and never have a guilty conscience. I'm almost done, Brother Ed. Am I doing all right? We're talking about on the inside. The debt that you acquired, it got you down. You had all these credit cards. Folk calling you every day. You tired. Even got bills in your kids' names. Yeah, I heard about all that. And those are the things a lot of times that the devil likes to put on our mind and keep us worried. And, uh, you know, as soon as we think that we're going to get laid off from our job, we get bubble guts, we're throwing up, we're we, we running. And what you hear? Did you hear anything? What you hear? Let me tell you something. It don't matter what folk heard. If they want to get rid of you, you're going to go. Are y'all understanding this? It is what it is. And it's going to be. What is going to be? You don't have to worry about that because God takes care of his children. But I want to tell you something about the things that we sometimes overlook. What about the heart? I can't take money and pay off the debt that's in my heart. And let me tell you something. While you're going through, the devil is going to send his disciples your way to discourage you. But you can't listen to them. Because remember, it's God who's going to lift you up out of the pit. Amen. Some of us right now, we're still in the pit. And we don't want to be in the pit. The pit is very uncomfortable. But what I need you to understand is that pit also serves as a protection for you. Amen. Amen. You know, sometimes it's not a bad thing when folks say, hey, where you been? I haven't seen you. It's a good thing sometimes when folks haven't seen you because I've been out your face and you've been out my face and I've been all about God's business. We got folk who are bankrupt when it comes to love. They can't encourage you. What are they going to give you? You said it right, brother. Hate. See, this is stuff that we folk don't like to talk. What is he talking about? Listen. We 
want to, ex- we expect for folk to encourage us. There's some folk in the church can't encourage you because they don't have no encouragement inside of them. They can't show you love because they don't have any love inside of them. Why? Because their heart is broken. They never did like you in the first place. You know, my dad used to always tell me, man, people don't surprise me. And uh, to keep it clean, my dad is a real brother. You got it. And I used to wonder why he say that all the time. What do you mean you can't be surprised? It's because he has low expectations when it comes to people. I had to learn that. You could be living on an oxygen machine. And folk would come and get their foot caught up around the cord just to pull it out of the wall and say, I made a mistake. People are cold-blooded. But I'm telling you, don't get mad at them. Don't get upset with them. They can't help it. Their heart is broken. They don't have it in them. We're going to talk about how to get this thing right. Just like this. Do you know how much mental illness is out there that's undiagnosed? You know why? Because people got this stigma. Every time something's wrong, I ain't crazy. You crazy. I ain't crazy. You ain't got to be crazy. Sometimes you just need help. Are are y'all understanding this? There's some folk who need help to get through certain things. They're not talking to God and they're talking to Satan's disciples, his demons. And when Satan gets into your life, I want you to know something. He's not coming to uplift you. He's not coming to exalt you. He's coming to destroy you. The Bible says that we can have an evil heart. How does that happen? How do I go from loving God to developing a heart that's evil? Sin. I'm living it every single day. It's a part of my regime. It has become a part of me. I'm asking God for a new job, but I'm not asking him for a new heart. This race that we're running, we have to run it with patience and perseverance. We can't give up so easily. We have to stop putting our lives in the hands of the enemy. It's amazing how people will listen to other folk but can't listen to Jesus through his word. I have another nugget for your bucket. We have to stop leaning on our own understanding. Leaning upon our own understanding can be a dangerous thing. You know, some people just say, just follow your heart. I used to believe that too. I used to believe that if you followed your heart, Things will be good. But let me tell you, you can follow your heart, but if Jesus ain't in it, you're going to go the wrong direction. Amen. Amen. Say it, brother. I want you to go to the Old Testament, Proverbs. We're almost there. Dion, you're doing real good today. I got your back. Proverbs chapter number three. We're talking about things that folk can't see. 
Proverbs chapter number three. And, 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 and let me take a, a commercial break while you go in there. Because I know there's some folk thinking like, well, what, what happened? Why does something always have to happen? <laughs> let me do that too. You know, because the devil like, something must have happened. Why something always have to happen? The truth will set you free. Well, who is he talking about? I'm talking about you. That's who I'm talking about. You know, a lot of folk don't understand. There's something called preventive maintenance. Y'all know what that is. That means you try to prevent stuff before it happens. Because when it happens, you know, it's a bad thing. When you hear me talk about certain things, you don't have to try to pick my life and say, well, what happened to Brother Kenzie? If you want to know something about me, come holler at me. You may not get what you're looking for, but I'm going to give you something. It ain't always about what happened. And, and, you know, and sometimes that's why we can't grow. God is giving you what you need to grow in your life, and you trying to figure out who I'm talking about. Do you know how silly that is? Ed, I like having a mic in my hand. It makes me very happy. You know why, Ed? Because I'm a real cat. I know what's up. And you know what? Just because I'm a preacher don't mean I ain't got swag. You know I got it. You see it. It's all in my bones and my blood. It's gushing out. I got both sides of the fence. I done been to the hood and I done been to all good. I'm just letting you know. It's best to stick with the Lord. I'm just talking about stuff folk can't see. You know, a lot of folk won't get in the pulpit and preach about this because folk, what are you preaching about that for? You got to come to Lansing where you get the real deal like a Vander Holyfield. That's how we do it around here. You know, it's stuff that's messing your head up. That's the stuff I want to talk about. I want you to be free. I don't want you to walk out of here like you a prisoner. Jesus has set you free. You don't need to walk around here like somebody got control over you. Nobody's controlling your life. You ain't no puppet. Folk will control your life until the day you die. They'll see you in the casket and say, I don't even like the dress she's wearing. <laughs> the day you stop trying to please people is the day that you're going to start growing. Amen. Amen. You can't please nobody. Half the folk you around don't even know what it takes to please them. They can't even please themselves. That's why they in your business. Amen. 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 They got a broken heart. We got to pray for these individuals. People talk about how bad your kid is. Don't even know where their kid is. That one written down in my lesson, but... <laughs> it flowed, didn't it? But I'm just telling you, you know, we need to talk about these things. We're family. We need to talk about these things. You know, I don't like feeling crazy. I don't want you to feel crazy. But a lot of that stuff is coming from the inside. Satan is making us think, if you just had enough money to pay your house off, if you just had just a little bit more money to, you know, to, to just knock that, that, that water bill off. I mean, if you just had just a little bit more money so you can go on that vacation, get away from everything, get away from everybody, and just chill. Let me tell you something. You're going to go away. You're going to spend money too 
much that you ain't got, you're going to come back and see the same individuals that you saw before you left. You don't have to run away from folk. God can prepare a table right there in the midst of your enemies. You ain't got to go to Detroit to get some peace. You can be right there amongst chaos and have peace if you have God. But you got to deal with that inside. If you don't deal with the hurt on the inside, you're going to be burned up. That's what it's all about. It ain't about me trying to make you think that I'm all that. Because whether you think that or believe that or not has nothing to do with my life. I'm at the age and the place in life where I ain't trying to please nobody. Because most folk ain't got it going on anyhow. I'm trying to please the one that's going to save my soul. I'm trying to please the one that's going to give me my mansion, my robe, and my crown. You can say everything you want to say. But your opinion and perception of me does not become my reality. I know who I am and I am a child of God. You can't let people knock you off your square. They need help. They need help. That's just like sending somebody to fight somebody that they can't whoop. You know what I'm talking about, Sean? That's a bad fight. You can't whoop the devil? Yes, I can. You are already punch drunk. You knocked out on your feet and don't even know it. You're punching in the air thinking you're hitting him and you on the ground. If you want to defeat the devil, you don't have to fight him. Just get Jesus. Are y'all understanding this? It's about the inside. Proverbs, did I call that? Yep. Chapter 3, verse number 1. We're about to get out of here. What does it say, Brother Dion? My son. My son. Do not forget my law. Don't forget my law. Keep going. But let your heart. Let your what? Heart. Let your heart. Keep going. Keep my commandments. Keep my commandments. Don't just do it with your mouth. I love them. 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 Oh, Jesus. I love them. I love them. I love them. You can say that all day long. That's with your mouth. But if he doesn't have your heart, you just saying empty words. And let me tell you something. When you love the Lord, you ain't even got to verbalize it all the time. I can see the way you live your life that you love the Lord. The self-control that you have over yourself. I can tell that you love the Lord. The way that you smiled at me when I know that I deserve for you to say something back that was smart to me. And you didn't. That shows me that you have some type of love for God. He said, put it in your heart. Keep going. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Now look at this. Look at this. Girl, you said it. Did you see that word in there? A lot of us have chaos in our lives. Because we ain't putting the law of God, where? In our hearts. You putting June bugs business in your heart. How can you get peace in your heart without God? He said, put it there. And what he said, what he said the outcome would be? You'll lengthen your days and you'll have peace and what? Will add to you. 
It'd be added to you. If you want peace, get off the phone. Hang up the phone. If you want to talk about somebody's business, tell everybody what you did last night. You want to talk about something juicy? You know about your own secrets. Tell somebody about that. Take that skeleton key and put it in that lock. Y'all know nothing about the skeleton key. Take that skeleton key, put it in the lock, open up your closet, and tell something real good and juicy. I had to wear a polo today because I knew I was going to burn up. <laughs> See, what I'm trying to tell you is folk don't get this. They're looking for peace, but they're inviting chaos into their lives. How can I have peace? Worried about you. A lot of folk don't, I don't know what's going on. I'm all confused. That's the problem. Do you know that your brain is only capable of processing so much? Some of us are in overload. We need to reboot. The Bible says, put it in your heart. Keep going. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Don't let them forsake you. Keep going. Bind them around your neck. Bind them around your neck. Keep going. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Write, write them where? On the tablet of your heart. Keep going. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and me. When you keep the law of God, when you have that mercy and that truth around you, you're going to find what? Favor. Where? In the, in the sight, sight of God. Of God. Amen. Do y'all see this? Amen. Amen. It ain't no abracadabra or hocus pocus. The Bible says make sure your heart is where it needs to be. That's where you get the peace. See, when your heart is in the right place, you can be going through a storm, but the storm ain't got you. You're just going through it. Because God has conditioned your heart. Keep reading, Brother Dion. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Now, here we go. We keep saying that heart word, don't we? Trust in the Lord with what? All with your all heart. your heart. You ain't got time to be putting junk in your heart because God needs to occupy all of it. Keep going. And lean not on your own understanding. Tell all your plans. If God ain't in them, they ain't going to work. Amen. Amen. And some plans take a long time for us to realize they ain't going to work. Keep going. In all your ways, acknowledge in him. In all your ways, do what? Acknowledge him. Acknowledge who? God. Who? God. So does that mean that I got to call you to confirm what I'm going to do in my life? Nope. Do I need to get permission from you for what I'm going to do in my life? Do I need to do a check and balance with you? Did y'all see this? People have held on to what other folks think. They have changed the course of their lives because of other people. When the Bible clearly tells us, don't even lean on your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him. him. Not them. Him. Do you know you can get laid off? Be broke, and you still gonna have a hater. Yeah. 
people going to hate because they can't take that good spirit that you got inside of you. They wondering why you keep smiling when I know you ain't got no job. You can't go to the restaurants I go to eat at. Why are you smiling? Because you know what? When you need to, peanut butter and jelly can taste like surf and turf. All you need is a little faith in the Lord. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. You know, y'all just went to Red Lobster yesterday and feeling all good. You ain't been going there all your life. I was almost a grown man before I started getting Wendy's. You know, I had to go to McDonald's all the time. But the Bible let us know, acknowledge God. Keep going. And he shall direct your path. And he shall direct your path. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. You know, if you wise in your own eyes, your own eyes tell you I ain't evil. They are. And the only reason why I say what I said is because Sean made me say it. Had not you did what you did, I wouldn't have done what I did. So guess who fault it is? Yours. Isn't that how we do? Not realizing that evil spirit is where? In us. Keep reading, Brother Dion. I'm almost out of here. We're going further? We're going further. Let's do it. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. We can just stop right there. You know, I was just thinking about how folk are. You know, I uh, always got some commentary. You know, I, I, was, I, I, I wrote my brother the, uh, the other week, last week. And uh, he got a bad ride, man. I mean, his car is the bomb. And I saw it. I synced it. And, and I just wanted to smell the inside of it. I didn't even want to drive it. And I, I got tickled when I wrote him because I thought about what people do. Now, he don't went about that big old car. You think he can afford that car? What happened to his other cars? What happened to you minding your own business? How about that? You know, we can't, some folk can't even celebrate with you. They can't even say, that's a blessing. You know, I don't get jealous when folk get blessed. I get encouraged. Because I'm like, oh, he's still in the blessing business and apparently he's in the neighborhood. I'm waiting on mine. But some folk can't even be happy for you because they got so much hateration in their heart. That was just a sad commercial. I just want to make you feel good today. <laughs> the Bible says don't lean upon your own understanding. Because you know why? Some of us are pissed off. It's in the Bible. Some of you theologians pissed. Oh my gosh. Should have heard you last night. <laughs> Some folk are pissed off because they have created a whole society in their mind. It doesn't even exist. You got make-believe people who doing make-believe things, and you controlling everybody, and you're the only same person that's around. Everybody else is crazy. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Yes. See, Satan don't want you to know this. You know, sometimes you may have to get on your knees and say, Lord, I'm losing it. 
You walk in a room full of folk, nobody in there know you. As soon as he walk in, they go, ah, ha, ha, you're like, ain't nobody talking about you. Don't nobody even know you. We've created a whole thing in our mind. There's some people who are mad at you for something that they don't even know about. They had heard that somebody had said that somebody else had told them that somebody else had heard who told them about you and they got it all wrong. And every time they see you, they can't stand you. People know how to deal with financial things, but they don't know how to deal with a broken heart. See, you don't have to break up from your girlfriend or your boyfriend to have a broken heart. You could just experience something that you never wanted to experience in your life. It could change the course of your life. I want to show you something about the heart. I got about 10 more minutes and then I'm going to let you go. I want to show you something. I told you earlier that some people say, well, just follow your heart. And uh, that could seem to be good advice, but there's something that you need to understand about the heart. We're going to go to Jeremiah chapter number 17. Then we're going to go to Psalm 51. Jeremiah 17, and I think the... Uh, verses 9, 17 and 9. What does it say, Brother Dion? The heart is deceitful. The heart is deceitful. Keep going. Above all things. Above all things. Read that again. The heart, the heart is, deceitful is deceitful above all things. So that means that even when you do things that are in your heart, if the right things are not in your heart, your heart believes those things are right. Why? Because sin is deceitful. Now you deceive yourself doing the things that are in your heart but they actually are contrary to God and why is the heart so deceitful that's what we believe some of us have that inner voice talking to us but they ain't saying nothing they're telling us everything that we want to hear but they're not telling us the word of God in Psalm 51 and 10 the Bible says what Psalm Dion said, hold on. The other song. Do you want to start with a P? I thought it started with an S. Yeah, S-O-M-E, song. Yep. You there? You know it. All right, D, you there? Create in me. Now, here we go. The writer said, create in me. A clean heart. A clean heart. Do you understand this? If you want to follow your heart, you got to ask God to first clean up your heart. Because the heart is what? Deceitful. And guess who your heart can deceive? You. Hmm. Amen. I got to ask God to clean it up. I got to stop leaning upon my own understanding. Lord, the way I'm viewing this thing is right. But the Bible says that a fool is always right. Where? In his own mind. That's why sometimes you're talking to people, they just look at you and say, I just can't get it. <laughs> Lord created me a clean heart. Keep going. Oh God. Oh God. And renew a steadfast spirit. And renew a steadfast spirit. One that just won't go away. A steadfast spirit. Where? Within me. Within me. Lord. See, this should be our prayer every single day. Lord, renew my heart. Even when you think you're on the right path, Lord, I may have made a left turn and I should have kept straight. Renew my heart. Clean it up. 
Create in me a steadfast spirit. I'm going to show you one example of who God is. And the lesson will be yours. I want you to turn to 1 Kings. 1 Kings. 3. You there, ain't you, D? Got you. 1 Kings 3. Let me let them get there. I still hear the butterflies. 1 Kings 3. It's the last passage that we're going to today. 1 Kings chapter number 3. Start at about verse number 3 for me, D. What does it say? And Solomon loved the Lord. Solomon loved the Lord. Walking in the statues of his father David. He was walking in the statues of his father David. Keep going. Except that he sacrificed and burned incense at the high places. Keep going. Now the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. For that was the great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. Now I want y'all to watch it. Y'all listening? Now watch this. Now he came to Solomon. This is just going to seal the deal. He came to Solomon. Keep going. And God said, ask, what shall I give you? Now, now imagine you got God telling you, ask, ask me for what you want. Mm. Tell me what you want. And we just got through talking about what? Money. <laughs> Some folks say, Lord, if you could just give me enough money to pay all my bills and I'd be debt free, I'd be good. Some folks say, hey, if you just get this arthritis out of my knee. So I can walk like I've been walking, I'll be good. He asked Solomon this. He gave him a check, mm -hmm. a, a blank check, and said, write it. What does Solomon say? And Solomon said, you have shown great mercy to your servant David. My I've father. been watching how you did my daddy. Keep going. Because he walked before you in truth, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart with you. You have continued his great kindness for him. And you have given him a son to sit on his throne, as it is this day. Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king instead of my father David. But I am a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. He said, you know, I don't even know everything I'm supposed to be doing. I'm new at this. I'm the king, but I'm new at this. Keep going. And your servant is in the midst of your people with whom you have chosen. A great people, too numerous to be numbered or counted. Therefore, give to your servant an understanding heart. Now watch this. Mm. Solomon said, Lord, do you know what I want from you? I want a heart that I can understand with. Mm. Now watch this. I just, just, I'm going to show you how good God is. Keep reading. To judge your people. He said, I would have now, now understand, he asking Solomon, what do you want from me? Solomon is including God's people in his request. Amen. Why? Because Lord, I'm your servant to serve you. Do you understand this? He's saying, give me an understanding heart so that I can judge your people. Keep going. That I may discern. That I may discern. Between good and evil. Keep going. For who is able to judge this great people of yours. Keep going. The speech pleased the Lord. That Solomon now hold asked, on. Now ain't nothing like pleasing God, ain't it? God said, well, check that out. You want me to give you a heart of understanding. He didn't ask for riches. That's right. That's right. He didn't ask for 
a whole bunch of women, although he had a lot later on. But you'll read about that later. But the truth is, he didn't ask about, he didn't ask for all of that. He just wanted a heart of understanding. Do you know how valuable a heart of understanding is? A heart of understanding will take you off the edge of the roof. A heart of understanding will make you go to sleep at night when things can keep you up. A heart of understanding can make you forgive folk who act so nasty towards you. A heart of understanding can make you love people who don't love you. You need a heart of understanding. How do you get it? Lord, create in me a clean heart. Give me a new heart. I need a new heart. I need a steadfast spirit. Why? Because I'm going through some things that people just can't understand. I can't talk about everything I'm going through. And I got so much going on around me. Help my heart. Amen. Amen. I don't need to go to the mall. I need to understand. I need to get closer to you. I need to increase my faith. I need to understand that when things happen to me, they're not there to destroy me, but they're there to clear the way so I can see you better. I need understanding. This thing pleased the Lord. Keep going. Then God said to him. God said to him. Because you have asked this thing. Because you've asked this thing. Keep going. And have not asked for long life. For you yourself. ain't asked to live long. Keep no going. Have asked riches for you yourself. ain't asked for riches for yourself. No have asked life of your enemies. Keep going. But have asked for yourself understanding. Keep going. To discern justice. Keep going. Behold. Behold. I have done according to your word. I have done according to your word. See. I have given you a wise and understanding heart, so there has not been anyone like you before you, nor shall any like arise after you. He said, I'm hooking you up with everything you need. Keep going. And I have also given you. I've also you given you. Asked, keep going. Both riches. Both riches. And honor. Keep going. So that there should be not anyone like you among the kings all your days. So if you walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. Then Solomon awoke, and indeed, you it's just, been a dream. You just stop there. You just stop there. Solomon didn't even ask for money. But God said, because you didn't ask for it, I'm going to give it to you anyhow. Amen, amen, amen. You asked for understanding. This is a great way to wrap this up. Amen, amen. Money ain't everything. God has more than money to give to us the money that you tripping on that you feel like that would make your life better God can give you that Amen. but you need more than money you need God to clean your heart Amen. 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 to create a steadfast spirit in you to help you to understand people even more mm -hmm. you know Sean I'm sure there was a time when people aggravated you now you probably pray for him. Amen. 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 Why? Because you got a better understanding. Some folk can't help themselves because they are vexed with the spirit of the enemy. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit within you, there's no way you're going to whoop that spirit. That spirit is going to whoop you. 
I'm closing. This is about you. This is about me personally. Ain't about nobody else's life. Yeah, what about the people ain't here? Don't worry about them. We're talking about you. What do you need God to heal for you spiritually? Take money out of it. What do you need God to heal for you spiritually? Take people out of it. What do you need God to heal for you spiritually? You know, if Facebook went down <laughs> and never came back up, some folk will lose their mind. Amen. Amen. Because their life is surrounded by Facebook. And you hear me talk about that all the time because I don't see why folk don't understand. It's not everything that's posted, but it's a lot of stuff on there. It's the trick of the enemy. You know, some things you don't need to read. I'm just being 100. You, you get up in the morning, you're trying to focus on Jesus, and you see this mess in the feed. Morning, fam. First of all, let me say this. Gloves off. Knuckles coming. I'm coming for you. And you know who you are. I don't understand. You know, I have a Facebook account, and if you've been trying to contact me, it ain't that I've been ignoring you. I ain't about that life. I got stuff to do. I deal in reality. Facebook is for folk who are trying to become popular, and they're nobody. I'm just, just going to keep it with some people. Some people are like, you better not talk about Facebook. <laughs> All right, fine, but I ain't taking it back. <laughs> what I'm trying to get you to understand we read all this kind of garbage and we intake this stuff and then we wonder why we have trouble in our lives why there's no peace in us we need God to clean that stuff out of our hearts what do you need God to do for you what do you need God to deliver you from what's in your life that you truly need God to deliver you from and I'm not talking about something physical I'm saying something that has you down spiritually like, for example, fear. Some people are just afraid. They, they're just afraid. Not necessarily people, just afraid to step out. Afraid of failure. Afraid to trust God with everything. Some people are just angry. You feel like when the deck of cards were mixed up and your hand was dealt, they were dealing from the bottom of the deck. Some people need to be healed for, from just a lack of focus, from lack of faith, from just being disobedient, from having doubt, or just staying in pain. You know, sometimes, and I just want to talk about this because this is just so pertinent. Sometimes we bring pain into our own lives and don't even realize it. We're tripping over something that's not real. What do you need God to remove from your life today? What could God do right now to ease your mind? Do you know that this is the only mind that you have? And if you blow that one, what you going to do? We need God to renew us. Create something clean in us. God has more than money. Don't, let, don't think that money is going to solve all your problems. See, I, 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 I wanted to talk about this, Brother Ed, because 
some of us, we got some deep stuff inside of us. And we're hurting. And can't nobody help us. And you know what? I'm going to tell you, you know, you can go to professionals and professionals can help you talk things through. And I'm not saying you shouldn't go to a professional. But before you go to anybody, go to Jesus first. Amen. 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 We're going to sing a song. If you're here today and you're not a child of God, you need to come and get baptized. Because you need the Holy Spirit within you. You need to be washed in the blood of Jesus so that when you meet Jesus, y'all can meet each other in peace. When you get baptized, God removes all of your sins. It doesn't mean that your life is going to just be just beautiful, meaning that nothing is ever going to happen bad. But it means that you're going to have a connection with God. But again, if you don't remember nothing else I said, remember, you got to keep this right. Who cares? Don't matter who cares. You better care. You don't have to confirm with anybody. You don't have to check in with no one. God said, don't lean upon your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge Amen. him. Amen. And he will do what? He's going to direct your path. Quit getting direction from folk who are lost. You don't know where you're going, and they don't know where they're going. And you're asking them for directions. You need to be baptized. If you're here today, then you know that you just, you need prayer. You need God to renew your mind. You need God to create that steadfast spirit in you. Cleanse your heart. Since the heart has to love, has to receive the engrafted things of God, you need some space in there. God needs to clean it up. And we joke about different things in social media, but it's the truth. You need to get that mess out of your mind. Because a lot of that stuff does not exist. It's phony. It's fake. They shouldn't even say friends. They should call it something else. People. I mean, you ain't no, they ain't friends to you. It's folk I don't even know. They want to be your friend. I got enough friends. Do y'all understand what I'm talking about? That stuff doesn't exist. Man, I got like a thousand friends. I can show my toenails on. <laughs> I get like 2,000 likes. That don't mean nothing, player. That don't mean nothing. People just like mess. You throw somebody business out there, you get a thousand likes. You throw out there what they did to Jesus, and folks ask you, why are we talking religion? <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I'm saying if you want to have peace in your life, get that mess out your head. That's what I'm trying to say. Because it's taking up space that God wants to occupy. God has more to give than money. That man was sitting at the gate. He just wanted some money. But the Lord blessed him with what he really needed. Some of us, we don't even know what we really need. Let's ask God for it. Lord, help me. X-ray me. Whatever you find that ain't right, take it away. Renew me. Because, Lord, I want to think differently. I'm going to let you sit down today, too. If you need to come up here and ask for prayer, come on and ask for prayer. If you need to be baptized today, come on and be baptized today so that you can 
have the indwelling Holy Spirit and be connected to God. That's what it's all about. I don't know how y'all feel, but I'm going to keep it 100. At this point in my life, there are only a few things that I am really concerned with. And I'll tell you my top things. My son and my soul. I want to go to heaven. I do not want to go to hell. And to go to heaven, I know there's some things that I have to continue to move forward in so I can be there. I don't know if y'all want to go there. You know, if you see me on Judgment Day, don't grab me because I'm going to act real funny on Judgment Day. I'm going to act like I don't know nobody. Don't, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. We ain't cool like that. Hey, don't try to grab me when I get on that cloud. I'm going to be kicking folks. Let, let me go. Let me go. I want to be saved. I mean, all this stuff we go through in life. You end up going to hell? Wow. That don't even make sense. I want to go to heaven. Well, what I need to do, I need God to work on me. Change those things, even those things that I think are right. If they're against you, Lord, get rid of them. I need to go to heaven. And it doesn't matter what nobody thinks. Because nobody has a mansion that was built in heaven for me as a matter of fact folk don't even want to invite you to their house and robins or dixmo so you know they ain't got none for you in heaven did y'all understand the lesson today did it make a lot of sense today who's singing what you got number 605 just as I am that sounded like last call for alcohol. Anybody want to hear last call? We're going to sing number 605. Number 605. Somebody here needs the Lord. Somebody here needs prayer. Somebody here needs to be baptized. I need you to come on down today. Amen. Because this is what it's all about. You know, we all in here kind of relatively around the same age, kind of, sort of. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We can't hold too much on these brains. Let's hold what's necessary. The rest of that stuff, let it go. It ain't gonna do nothing but drive you insane and it ain't gonna save your soul. Think about it, you can have a jacked up life, but when you meet Jesus and you go to heaven, man, that's a beautiful thing. If you wanna just come down and ask for prayer today, we're gonna ask you to stand and come and ask for prayer. If you wanna come down and be baptized in the watery grave of baptism, we're gonna ask you to do that. Go ahead, Jeff. Let's see what you got for us. Number 605. Just as I 